Fanboy Modeling School. I can make that a little bit longer, but we'll go into it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. How are you today? I'm good. I'm going to get the green room going. I just wanted to get us in here. And green room, here you come. Hello. Green room, bitches. Earth to green room. We're big time now. ourselves an interesting show today we do we do have an interesting show how'd you how'd you like the little editing there man uh <laughs> I, I didn't realize how close i'd be to the camera stream yards like all up in my government <laughs> yeah I, I can fix that don't worry how are we doing um oh, we come back from this holiday season how was your holiday season at curmudgeon yeah it was uh i gotta be honest with you man I had a great New Year. I had an amazing New Year to be real, to be completely. Let you just rub it the fuck in. What? (laughs) (laughs) You had a good New Year. You had a good one, eh? Yeah, you know. um, What can I say? I just hung out with the uh, the boy and uh, relaxed, and you know, we uh, played video game video games into the wee uh, time. And I, I was actually streaming, as you know. And then we went upstairs, the boy and I, to say Happy New Year with his mother. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was a good moment. It was a really good moment, man. I love hearing that, man. I absolutely love hearing that. I gotta I gotta be honest, Streamyard, this picture quality is insane. Dude. Yeah, it brings out the model in modeling school. <laughs> how about you, my brother? How how uh well yeah I you know good New Year was it? <laughs> you know what? I I'm one of those people that I feel blessed any day that God has given me another day on Earth. So I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy for that. I'm just saying I've had smoother. Less irritating holiday seasons. Let me just. <laughs> I can kind of still see it uh, in your uh, your energy right now. If I was an an aura reader type of person, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I'm getting over some shit. <laughs> For those of you just coming in right now, um, I am the Fat Mantis. I am here with Steve, your uncle curmudgeon. <laughs> That's right, and together we are Fanboy Modeling School, the most daring, most out there pop culture reference news and information podcast. You're going to find out there, and we're yeah. keeping it extremely real right now. Yeah, we're keeping it very, very, very real right now. Um, we got a good show for today. Yeah, yeah. It's been a good time to be a nerd, man. I know we're uh, going to have some... Nerdism is back in full effect. Do you remember yeah. there, was, there was a golden age? There was a period where, like, every week, 
I well, this is when I was like heavy into YouTube, struggling right. to get news out. I was like, I don't even know how I can re- report on all these things. <laughs> and then it kind of just faded away, it like fizzled away during the pandemic. Right, right, right. And you're like, yo, they'd put out like a new version of the Smurfs, and you'd just be happy to have that because it was something. <laughs> um, but now they're back to just putting, he- you know, heavy rotation, a ton of shit out. Right. I'm right. happy. Hey, yeah. welcome in, welcome in, Lil Garfield, my brother DT or Dub TV, Jehovah Thickness, Carmen. How are you doing? Another episode of Fanboy Modeling School. If you want to let people know, we are also live on YouTube. This is going to be our thing from now on because I'm paying for StreamYard and we're going to be using the shit out of it. We're going to be using it to do our taxes, yo. That's how cheap we are, man. Because, yo, yo, we're not like one of these larger outfits that just throw money and, and burn it. Exactly. Exactly. That is app I used to work for. Yeah, where we are not... Uh, a, a, a big monetized channel you know what i'm saying <laughs> we, we're gonna do our thing we're not um, part of these people who are part of the youtube illuminati the elites who get everything paid for they're like whatever <laughs> Stream I, just, I subscribe to it i don't think i use it though i just i just oh you know it's funny when i hear people say stuff like that they're like oh you know i just kind of bounce back between stream yard and i pay for uh obs as well i'm like must be nice to be rich <laughs> or like sponsored or like hooked up i can't i can't stand that oh what is we need some of those good sponsors man what up it's dt dub gamer here playing all the random games. dt dubs what up welcome in dt dub um so good time to be alive carmen welcome in courtney monroe welcome in thank you welcome for to the stream here on youtube you know we'll be doing the same thing that we do normally which is we'll alternate between accounts or you know or maybe we'll even just create a fanboy modeling school youtube channel well, we don't know folks. i, I pray i pray honestly i prefer the alternating accounts just because who wants to deal with another account i mean i'm that i'm also the guy who doesn't you know get angry when there are a bunch of rm welcome in uh i'm not i'm that guy who doesn't get mad at having a bunch of apps on my uh my phone you know <laughs> oh i delete yo i delete apps accidentally because i'm just so annoyed listen you know i'm like google who the fuck needs that <laughs> <I'll just delete. laughs> you're like critical services needs to be on phone for phone to work get it out of here an operating system I didn't download that. What's with these automatic downloads that come with the phone? Yeah. Uh, DT said, yo, Mantis, you're bald. <laughs> hey, did you get a new mic? Uh, you know, so, yo, I used to use the spit guard. Oh, that's right. You switched it up. You but it's it. all cleansing. And I was like, you know, fuck this shit. I'm going to join the 21st century. And yes, dubs, I am quite bald and beautiful. <laughs> he said it himself, folks. I apologize. Oh, there we folks. Go. I need the uh, the synth wave. Uh, we're not worried about this video being monetized at this point, so you know we can just let this rock out. I've I've dropped like four or five f bombs, and I'm pretty sure the n bomb at some point. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was long ago, friend. Miss Hippie, welcome in, welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. Let me just lower the volume on uh, the. And so before we get into our topics tonight, I do want to say I want to give a shout out to everyone right here. Um, who's decided to come chill with us in the new year. I hope you guys all had an amazing Christmas, an amazing new year, or whatever weird holiday you might celebrate that isn't one of those two. Right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for choosing <laughs> Fanboy Modeling School. The Fat Mantis thanks you. And, of course, uh, Steve, the Hold Up TV. Uh, you, you, know I, you know I think the shit out of you. 
I think the shit out of you. I'm going to lower. Is the music too loud, folks? Can you hear us? Because I'll lower it more. Into the music. And so it has been revealed. Yes, I am bald. I'm a bald man and proud of it. There we go. That's much better. That's much better. There we go. Yeah, DD Tub says he sounds like it's Kwanzaa, or maybe he's just referencing it. <laughs> There's no such thing. <laughs> Yo, honestly, I know Dubs is pulling my chain because nobody celebrates Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is a theoretical uh, celebration. <laughs> Fight me. If you guys want to argue with me right now, I will have a debate with you. I bet you know nothing about Kwanzaa because it's a theoretical thing. <laughs> it's theoretical it's like colonizing venus theoretically it can be done is it gonna ever happen no you know i who who decides i my friend did get a new mic as you can see and i i know it sounds better than my old mic in fact just like when i got my iphone pro 13 max i said to myself why do i need to associate with poor people anymore Today I was walking past Kentucky Fried Chicken. He lives in the chicken. suburbs now. He does not need to associate with these ruffians. I was walking past uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken and a small child who was covered in a little bit of dirt tried to touch me. And I'm like, away from me, small heathen. Daddy Warbucks needs to have strutting, you know, strutting space. I threw a quarter in his face, spit in his parents' face, and I kept it moving. <laughs> Yo, I can't believe I'm just gonna say this before we get because this has to do with the topics. I cannot believe. Cheers. I cannot believe. Repeat, cannot believe two things. One, how good these cameras look right now. Screw you, Discord. Screw you for stealing from I us. I look extremely sexy. If you're not seeing this on YouTube, <laughs> you need to get on that. And then two, I cannot believe how good the Richard according to me, The Witcher season two was. Spoiler alerts. If you have not binged The Witcher 2. If you have not binged it yet, I'm gonna get in trouble right now because <laughs> I didn't finish two yet. Delicious. I didn't finish two. You didn't finish two yet, and I'm mostly through wheel though. Yeah, and you're mostly through wheel. Yeah, I guess we can talk about the spirit of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll talk about the first couple episodes, or whatever. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, RM says, uh, "I mean, man, Umanji means unity, and that's all I remember from oh elementary school about Kwanzaa." I gotcha. <laughs> right when you you each day you do a different a different uh, candle. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I got you. I got you. So, what do you want to kick it off with first, man? So, uh, are you talking about the topics right now? Well, we're going to hit up the list because I added one behind your back just to keep oh, it nice piece. and sassy. Today, you we're talking about Witcher Season 2. And, of course, to keep it extremely nerdy and in the fantasy realm, we're talking about the Wheel of Time. What's up with this new show, which I believe is on Prime, which Prime yes. has some weird. Um, they have some weird slam dunks for, you know, I don't even yeah. know what's going weird on. Weird flex, that. strange flex. We're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. And of course, we honestly have to go into the realm of Joe Rogan. Now, I don't like talking about other podcasters or anything like that, but I want to talk about a recent trend of censorship of certain interviews he's been doing lately. And so that's, that's a pretty hot topic button going on. Oh, level. Which one do you let's start with the Joe Rogan stuff? Let's start with the Joe Rogan stuff. So Joe Rogan, um, YouTube and Twitter have been blocking footage of really? two interviews he's had. One with a Dr. Robert uh, Malone, who is the creator of the NRNA process that created the um the the boot, you know, the boosters or whatever, the uh, vaccination. You know how they said there's a new science that does it? Yeah. And so he went on record, 
And before I say anything like that, I do not want anyone to think that I'm a conspiracy theorist or that I'm not vaccinated. I'm not only vaccinated, I'm boosted. I've had three shots so far. So I'm not I'm not some guy who's going up against the grain. I'm just reporting what's going on. And so this is the man who invented this process. And he himself said that there are more risks than positives to doing mass vaccinations on this road. He's, he himself said it was an unproven science, and he's the one who invented or helped invent that process. And then another one was Dr. P um, Peter McCullough, right? And so Peter McCullough points out that the John's, yeah, John Hopkins SARS training manual put in a theoretical example of how, how do they get more people vaccinated with the type of chemicals they want. And this was written years ago. And they said, well, we release, uh, what it is, is you release a Corona-like virus that creates a panic. And step by step, they talk about how to get the masses into vaccinations and to fight against vaccination. So this is, once again, another conspiracy theory that this was created and made by, made by the government or some power that be. And so both of these um, things have been barred on YouTube. And Twitter has completely eliminated P Dr. Peter McCullough's uh, account. They obliterated wow. him from history. You know, they wow. wiped him out. Um, and so it just it just goes about the growing trend of like the censorship. Right, right, the, right. These these are probably the two most professional people you could possibly have on the situation. Me right. and you, at the end of the day, are just talking heads with opinions. Right. And at the end of the day, most of the people in our chat, unless you are actually a doctor of virology or microbiology or anything, and you have a specialty like that, you're just someone who reads different news sources and has an opinion about things. These, uh, these men are actual doctors in the field. Yeah. One of them literally had to, had to do with the, created the science that made the vaccines possible. These guys are literally Genius. up there as the top, the top, you know, the top professionals in, of this field. And so right. they really have something to say, and they're getting they're getting they're getting canned. Let, let me ask you a question: Does it count if I'm a if I went to school to be a chiropractor for exactly a week and a half? Do I have a medical opinion then? Oh, of course! <laughs> okay. Oh, you're way better than these jokers. <laughs> you're way better. We need to get you on a talk show right now. You know, so, most people drop out of uh, you know chiropractor school in like three days, so a week and a half is like. I made it, bro. I made it. I'm out here snapping necks. I mean, adjusting necks. <laughs> <laughs> those first two were just, you know, those you were breaking backs. Um, so here, here's the <laughs> here's the crazy thing, man, about this whole situation about the censorship of. So let me let's start with Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. Joe Rogan will be the first person to tell you that he is a very well platformed idiot, right? Even though we all know that he's not actually an idiot. I'm sure he does a great deal of research. He probably sits around for hours. And I'm not just talking about YouTube research. I would say he probably borderlines casual scholarship where he's reading books. He's cross-referencing and Jamie is helping him out. But I, I want to put point something out real quick. Go for this it. is going to annoy the shit out of you, but it's a compliment to Joe Rogan. Joe yeah. Rogan is Batman. And you know Joe, how people say, okay. you okay. know how people say okay. Batman can win any fight he prepares for? Yeah. I believe Joe Rogan can win any debate he has prep time for. Oh, absolutely. When Remember, we covered this on a uh, shout out to uh, Talking With a Dad. And I think we oh, covered it on Fanboy uh, Modeling School as well. When there was an, even a, a notion that he was going to host the presidential debates, I was like, this is going to be one of the best debates. Ever. <laughs> I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. Because he would make a great moderator, right? Um, I have something that I'm going to say that I think is going to annoy some people 
I think the censorship of Joe Rogan has very little to do with his opinions and more with, to do with the size of his platform, right? Because if you are doing opinion pieces and you are doing think pieces, that's what people are coming there for. Now, the problem is mainstream media. No, I'm not going Tucker Carlson. I'm including Fox in there as well. Oh, Fox, yeah. CNN, all these. Part uh, of the machine as well, man. Yeah, the machine of media. They used to hold huge market shares and control a flow of information. And, you know, after journalism went the way of the dodo bird, the opinion piece took over and it's literally labeled as entertainment. Here you have this comedian who started off telling stories about what was it, a monkey or some shit? And now he has the hugest audience. He beats CNN every podcast. Right. Every well, podcast. Well, the fact that he was able to sun up Sanjay, what is it, Sanjay Gupta? Oh, poor Gupta. That was just brutal. Gupta didn't even come prepared for that debate. Yeah, it, it was it was brutal. It was yeah. brutal. And here's the thing, because I don't think Gupta. Yes, yes, I didn't believe it either. Hippie, hippie said, "Really, CNN? Yes, yes. Joe Rogan has a larger audience base than the uh, not so not all the CNN shows combined, but their primetime shows. He beats Don Lemon. He was beating Chris Cuomo. Oh yeah, in terms of their individual shows, absolutely. And so, by the way, public friend is starting to call you Doctor Holdup. Hey. <laughs> because of your week and a half of chiropractic school listen you know it's a it's it's a burden i carry it and i carry it with pride along with my iphone 13 pro max <laughs> so you know what the whole <laughs> every piece of technology is a piece of pride for you You're like you guys don't uh, you guys can't even see how he's caressing his mic when we're off the camera he's just like, yeah, you um, just realize we were on camera. You're like, damn, this lie won't fly this time. Yo, people, um, people don't realize how uh, media is changing and how things are changing. And so, back in the day, obviously, it would be absurd that a YouTuber or a podcaster could get more hits than these people. But that's how media has changed. And the people who make, I'm not saying I don't watch cable, but people who make cable like news, they don't, right. they haven't adapted to the new age. No, they don't realize that a podcasters, podcasters are blowing them away in ratings. Yeah, and it's funny, man, because it's the resurgence of radio. It's the revenge of radio, folks. It's and I know public's going to love this, and I know Mantis, all you folks are going to love this. TV stomped radio out like a hate crime. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it just completely... Only the biggest weirdos were left on radio after TV, especially <laughs> when cable came out. It was over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I want to circle back to the doctor part. Now, this is where I'm going to plead ignorance. I don't know who either of these... Uh, these human beings are so if you wouldn't mind just giving me a breakdown so now they're good and thoroughly canceled right you're saying like no platform they're sharing an island with trump hulk hogan and that one guy from seinfeld they're all there yeah. together yeah. <laughs> framer dude yeah <laughs> so what 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 do we learn from this mantis what can we possibly learn from this so again i'm not an anti-vaxxer folks right i've got the shot shot the bang bang i got all of that stuff uh, I got the booty booty, the shaker shaker. <laughs> Let me see you wobble wobble the tiki wobble, tiki. Wobble. Um, <laughs> but um, here's the thing. Uh, so where where do we go? Where do we go with that? Because if you can't have, it's one thing to have contrarian like opinions based off of just like, eh, well, this is the way I feel. It's another thing to have a difference of opinion based off of compelling data. And then to be muzzled and not allowed to speak in public forums. Now, I do understand that YouTube and Facebook 
Twitter. These are private platforms, and they feel as if they'll get public platforms, but they're privately owned, so they dictate the terms of service. What do you do? What do you think you do in that situation, Mantis? Well, so here, here's the deal. This is why it's important that, A, there be a lot of competing apps, and, B, there be people like you and me, and I know we just talk about st- – we talk stupid shit on the internet. That's what me and yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah that's But that's we- why it's it's not just you and me, but it is people like Public Friend. It's people like Dub TV. It's people like – anyone who – I'm sorry if I'm missing anyone who's like a streamer or whatever, a prolific streamer up on on these things but that's what it is it's or g forte or something you got to get your words out there speak your truth it's true you might get canceled on certain apps try to simulcast try to get it out there have videos on other things other than just youtube but get it out there and enough people get it out there you're gonna your voice is gonna be heard but it's important for you to speak your truth because there's always gonna be someone who shuts down your truth well i mean so you know i'm not a big fan of the your truth thing Speak the truth, right? I, I don't want to hear your version of the truth. If you got some data, you know what I'm saying? If you got some facts, I would love to hear that first. Now, if it's just me, I know you only like hearing your version of the truth. No, no, I like hearing <laughs> the truth. And this is where I usually get disinvited from uh, dinner parties. I'm like, oh, so this is the way you feel about these things? Well, that's okay. We can talk about our feelings. Let me pull my couch out. Let me get my chiropractic bed out and I can pop snapple and adjust you so your feelings will be more relevant i just want people to be able to come to the public forum and say hey this is data that needs to be examined can we sit down and you know reason with each other based off of this data and not have to have a mob outside of the house like we know where your kids go to school we know where you work we will well, silence you the problem is is and my argument would be for both sides the problem is is that hardcore cold like hardcore facts and i know both sides accuse this of the other one but i would argue being a moderate i see it on both sides that facts including scientific facts can be presented and the other side could easily just be like well that's nonsense that's fake news (laughs) and they do spin on it or they do whatever i don't know if did you see um don't look up on netflix yet uh no i haven't watched it leonardo dicaprio and i i you know i'm not a big fan of her jay law but she was good in it uh you know jennifer lawrence in a movie about how there are two scientists that discover a meteor is coming to destroy the earth and then they go to the white house and they go to the people and the political party that's in charge is like well it's not profitable to tell everyone they're going to die so uh we don't believe it's real and they start telling people not to look up and don't believe the lie that if you look up at the sky and see a meteor coming because it's not real this doesn't sound like a good time movie. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> and so the, there's that argument that there are always, every time they try to bring scientific evidence to it, somebody has a counterpoint. And then someone who isn't a scientist is like, but isn't blah, 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 blah. And then they're like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. And they just mix it all up. The truth. Uh, you see yeah. what I mean? And so that's the age we're living in. It's a perfect example of the age we're living in. It's satire on the truth, man. Bro, uh, can I tell you something, man? I have the worst fear of a deep, deep impact you know comet meteor situation i don't know if you know this about me man but that's the other thing that terrifies me in this world it's thinking about the world coming to an end that way yo so i I, you know you know one of the reasons i'm really fucked up is that a certain a certain person certain family member is really into like cults and stuff right uh give me a second entertain me i'll be right back okay yeah so uh, j- just for our viewers right now, and so I'll tell you that a, a certain member of my, my family was a member of a cult, uh, UFO cult, that believed that a planet called, uh, 
Niribu or something, was coming to destroy the Earth. It was going to come and fly by us and destroy us all. And they had this serious, deep-rooted uh, belief that this was a true thing. And they were telling people to move, and they were freaking out, and they were causing all this, uh, all, all sorts of noise. They had a date. Their prophet told them what day we were all going to die. And they really instilled this kind of fear because sometimes you say to yourself, what if this is true? What if this is possible? And it didn't happen. And so now, after that, I will never have a similar fear again. I will, I, basically, I'm not scared of anything anymore because I've seen a family member descend into that type of madness. F that. I, I do so. I know I just came back, but I know what you're talking about. And you've told me before, and it was chilling when you told me that time. Yeah. Uh, man, because you've been to my house, obviously, and you know that, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's scary. It can be scary. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so every, every sound, every nook, any cranny, especially when I'm looking at my phone, reading the green room chat, and I see your alarm has just been disarmed. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I, I mean, hey, listen, man. I agree with you, man. We're, we're a couple of morons on the internet. And we have some opinions about some stuff, but you know, it's uh, to say that we're in a dangerous place would be a lie. We, that or we're heading to a dangerous place. We've been here for quite some time in regards to misinformation and stuff. And I agree with you, man. You don't have to be a moderate to be able to see that there's something amiss, right? And both sides are playing us against each other. And that's why I'm going to do the same thing Mantis just did. I'm going to encourage you if you do have your own platform. If you do put content out there, continue to make that great content, right? Give people an alternative to the nonsense they're being filled with. Now, I want to address someone in the YouTube chat that said uh, Joe Rogan is uh, charismatic, but most of the times he's an idiot. And I think that's why people trust him, because he's a guy who's willing to say, I don't know everything about anything at all. Right. But listening to him talk his moronic points has made me go out and fact check him. And in fact, checking him, I was like, oh, Joe's off on that one. And then I find some truth because it forces me to go do something that a lot of the populace will not do. They won't pull their mouth away from the teat of the yes. information being spewed at them. Go do your own research. And I was talking about this with Davinky last night because I was researching a topic for the show. And it's like, you know, it's amazing. I'm trying to lock down primary sources on something. And nowadays, the only thing that most people will do when it comes to their research is skim of a blog right but that's not a trusted read a title read a title and not the full article exactly exactly it's like when we used to buy comic books at big apple when that fat bastard used to chase you out you get to read the first <laughs> few pages and you're like i know how this ends no reading the comics and he come out and you run for it <laughs> no rm i know you don't i know you don't hate rogan i just want to i was i read your chat and i thought it was i, I read your comment i thought it was a, an insightful comment thank you for uh, thank you for participating thank you for participating um let me ask you a question though man why is it these guys got canceled and don lemon is still on air well, because, but what it is is because Don Lemon is part of the propaganda machine, so he will tell he will say whatever his taskmasters tell him to say. Yeah, yeah. And these doctors are are telling it as it is. Once again, I got to say their truth. Yeah, I, I know you hate the subjective truth. I hope that <laughs> one day you realize that truth listen, is subjective and there is no one truth. Uh, bro, um, bro. First of all, you're you're already going down a f false fallacy and false equivalency <laughs> pit of hell. Someone having a view based off of compelling data is not your truth. 
this is your truth. You know what, man? I just think that everyone is just super, man. And that's what I believe. I'm like, is, do you believe that about murderers? You believe murderers are just super? Right, that, right, right. right, right. <laughs> that's a no. your truth, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, this is this is too big a topic to hit up on this one night when we're supposed to be talking about The Witcher. Um, <laughs> and public, I know you wanted me to finish that cult story. I will. I will on a future cast, uh, probably on Fat Mantis or something. I'll, I'll get into that a little more. Um, but the the point is, is that okay? We don't have to argue about the, you know what is truth. Uh, to to quote my man, point just pilots. But the thing is, is that the people who follow the propaganda machine, whether it's for the left or the right, they keep their jobs. And people who are speaking the gritty truth are get, you know. Yeah, they they get booted. Uh, Here's the thing, man. We need to get Hulk Hogan off the island, man. Hulk Hogan. Why do they hate him? Well, okay. Well, he maybe he should stay on the island for a, a lot longer. Let me let me just make sure I set the stage here. I Hulk can't Hogan. keep track of everyone's crimes. <laughs> I don't know who I'm Hogan, supposed to hate. Hulk Hogan did something did something to deserve to be on the island. I believe he, he had a sex tape, and in his sex tape, that's not why he's on the island. Sex tapes. Yeah, that's he looked at the camera and said, "COVID isn't real." No. And then he just kept plowing her or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it, during his sex tape, he kind of had uh, an LA Clippers owner moment where he's you know his daughter is married to. His daughter is married to a, an African-American gentleman. I assume he's African-American. He's of African descent. And uh, Hulk Hogan is talking to the woman he just had coitus with in the sex tape. And he's talking about this young man. And he says the end bomb. And then he says an endearing comment about, you know, African-American oh, people. That <laughs> old move. That old chestnut. <laughs> so Hulk Hogan is enjoying his time on the island. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm going to make Boy, a- can that little ninja run? was that evil or was that (laughs) complimentary what's it what's happening um why the hell is he talking about his son-in-law during pillow talk that's the thing that frightens me more than anything happening in this story (laughs) that's exactly who i what i think about after i've just banged is who who other people particularly my daughter is is dating like what? What is going on? <laughs> this, this, this goes to our topic about the uh, the machine, right? You know what destroyed the Hogan family? Who they were a notoriously private family because of his fame in the WWF, et cetera, et cetera. He wanted to shield him from that. And I guess in a, in a this seems like one of those moments where your manager says something to you. Maybe you had uh, were not paying attention. He's like, yeah, we're gonna put the whole family on cameras. We're gonna do the Kardashian thing, and it destroyed his family. Absolutely ruined it. And divorced lost you know any sense of connection to his kids so maybe that's how what compels you you know you're like looking at your life and you're like i used to be an american treasure and now my daughter's banging a black guy people say that it was also the downfall of the crown the 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 royal family right yeah there was a point where they had to be on the camera all the time right and they were like well we have to we have to pivot with society so let's have cameras on us all the time but once they did that people saw what disgusting horrible people they are Oh, and more and more people turned on them, and they were like, "Wait, you're you're my king." <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> is this your king? Is this your king? Because oh. before they were like magical. Before like before t- cameras no, were in the house, no, they, they they were never magical. <laughs> you gotta stop watching the crown, man. I'm scared. One day, my friend who hates the Brit is just gonna. I'm gonna wake up and you're just gonna call me and start talking that crazy shit. Like, no, Steve, food doesn't need flavor. No, 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 just no. Try it more, dear. I will never turn Brit or whatever the hell they call themselves. <laughs> so I am a pre. Uh, I'm a proud. Sealander, okay. And one day I'm gonna conquer the British Isles in the name of Sealand. <laughs> and the one the who American. will sit on their throne is King Mantis of Sealand. <laughs> You're the American that goes over there and visits and says, "Well, it's great to be in the 52nd state of America." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I would. Oh my God, it would be great to colonize those animals. But anyway, speaking of British people, I guess it's time to move on to The Witcher and to Wheel of wheel of time which i think are both like at least have a lot of actors who are british uh yeah i would assume so if do you mind if we start with the wheel of time because i feel like the witcher is more of a uh, so i don't know anything about the wheel of time folks i didn't do any research on this show i was literally you know i came home one day and i was like i need something to watch and i saw a commercial for it and i realized it was free so if you know your boy if it's free it's me so i popped on prime video and i watched the first episode which is just giving us, like first episode should do, the backstory of the entire universe. And I wasn't instantly hooked in the oh, first so bad. Minutes. It was so, so bad. It was 25 oh. minutes. There was a lot of stuff going on there, Mantis. Go ahead. I'm going to say, I, I was going to turn it off. Okay. I, I Actually, I watched it over the break or whatever, right? And so we're, me and my brother were watching it because our sister said, you got to watch this. Right. We turned it on and we were just waiting for something to happen. And once again, it had all the horrible, horrible tropes and boringness of normal fantasy, right? Like people are walking around, they're talking big, they're talking big words, they're talking about old stuff that like you don't see on camera, but they talk about. And you're just like, let something happen, please. And so finally at the end, spoiler alert, there's a huge battle. Amazing. And then I just got hooked and I was like, I got to see this next episode. And honestly, I honestly think that battle should have been the opening scene. Now, I, I understand for I shouldn't have to wait 35 minutes to get to that. Uh, I understand why, for expository reasons, it was at the end. And as you you haven't made it through the entire uh, what I hope is not the entire series is season one. Uh, all of that shit ties in really well. Right, because I did not enjoy the first twenty minutes, but by the last episode, I'm like, oh, I can see why they did that. Let's just talk about the Orlix, the Trollocs, or whatever those things are called, man. The Trollocs. All right, we gotta go. Trollocs sounds like a dirty word for a slutty girl. It sounds like something you pick up. Trollic. It sounds like something you pick up when you go to a foreign country, doesn't it? It's like, oh, I got Trollic while I was in. Yeah, I was in Spain and I got Trollic (laughs) on the red light district. Yeah, we got to talk about the Trollocs, man, because I think the Trollocs are the perfect goon fighting force, man. They're like, we, like they put the orcs to shame. Let's be real, man. So, you know what's funny about the word Trolloc? So, yeah. they have horns like trolls. Right. But they, like, fight like orcs. And so, basically, it's like an orc and a troll, and every other goblin race rolled and into have, one they nest. Have freak. <laughs> they have fucking everything. They have yeah. whatever disgusting trait we don't like at current yeah the sometimes they look like a furry beast and sometimes they don't i don't know yeah they're murderous <laughs> bastards but if you, here's the thing i don't want to give away too much of the show but i will tell you if you are into mystical things so you have all the things that you want except for conjurers but you do have sorcerers 
you know, you have, you know, women of power in this universe. There is something called the old power, which Marvel, I now know, either stole from this series <laughs> because that's what they call the power uh, Hulk's wife has in uh, Planet Hulk. I believe it's called the old power, isn't it? I mean, it's not you know, that like original a phrase, right? The old you power. Always, we always making excuses where people are stealing other people's ideas, man. I'm sorry. <sighs> thank you. The I'm old not... power? That's not that original a name. I mean, come on. It is very original. But at any rate, the women in this universe, they are the, the sole users of a magic or tapping into an energy source called the old power. Which in is the... what? I think it's interesting that it's women, and we should talk about that in a second. We're going to talk about it, you woman-hating monster. In the beginning, though, it was a power that was split between men and women. And because of the corruption of men, men were deemed unable to wield a, a the one power and the will of time. It's the one power. Thank you. Thank you. Not the old power. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Either one. The one power or the whole power. That's not super original. But um, <laughs> do, do you think it's possible right. that that story you're describing right now is the reason why it was turned into a series in this day and age? Because that topic is hot right now. Is um, it because fourth wave feminism is like, men are scum. Yeah. Men did this to us. We right. need to remind them of how yes. scummy they are, even in fantasy. I mean, I thought that was obvious. I thought that was an obvious pitch. And, uh, but you can't get mad at people. Is that my Discord? I'm literally going to freak out right now. I, I don't have sounds on my Discord, so. Oh, um, yeah, the, that's that's something that uh, I would think I wouldn't begrudge them because it's a good time to market your oh, show. Oh, it's cool. That's it's cool, cool. but I, I couldn't help but notice. It's like, oh, if that's if, I mean, if that's if that's something uh, that you feel like you can uh, get some uh, some leverage out of. Here's the interesting thing about the show, though, and I really wish you you uh, you were able to watch the whole thing, but I know you're a man about town. They address that. They address sexism and they address sexism in both directions because there's a uh, in this group of uh, uh rm can you tell me the uh the name of the guild for the women that willed uh the one power the, I, forget. What is it, the Ada? I can't pronounce it but there's like there are different factions there are different groups within this one right i can't i can't i like i kind of remember it, but the thing is about fantasy names is they're just weird syllables clammed together right but the, the the crazy thing is they they address this right, and there's one group that are called the Reds. They're broken into colors. The Ace to Die. The Ace to Die. Thank you. And uh, one of the groups, the Reds, are men hating murderers. <laughs> they, they have no problem, right? No problem wiping men off the face of the earth, as and, men should be wiped off the face of the earth. And yeah. in the reverse, they have like a Salem witch trial type group of white all, dudes in all white. Who are doing like witch trials against women? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, it, and so, wait, you just took me off track. We just get. I didn't put you on track. Your no, lack of focus. No, you took you me off track. track with your, your <laughs> Booker Carlson rhetoric. <laughs> like I'm trying to talk about magic. There's no. Are, yo, are you still on this whole pretending to be an ally to women thing that you were on last night? Uh, I feel <laughs> pretending to be an ally. This is what happens when my sexist friend who never looks a waitress in the eye when we go out. Like we were out and that poor woman said, I'm just trying to feed my children. And Nantes said, it's no problem of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Come closer, sweetie. Uh, no. 
well, all, all I'm saying is that okay, you were talking about magic. Let's go back to magic. Oh, let's. So I, the one thing I, I, one of the things I'm really enjoying about this show, but it's another thing I'm not enjoying is I don't like when there are magic, magic welders in the universe and there's no summoner. Right. I feel like it's an incomplete magic because if the sum total of your magic is some form of telekinesis. And then if you're able to, you know, impact the environment with that, like maybe draw down lightning. I think a true magic welder should be able to summon beast, beast of burden, beast of war on their behalf. Or you're not a real you're not a real magic user. You are Jean Grey. So Gandalf's only trick was to summon light which may have been a staff and not even his own power and to summon eagles, giant, giant eagles. So that makes him a real magic user, even though this chick is like, she's, she's creating whirlpools. Right. Right. And freaking dropping boulders on people's heads. Like she's no, a final fantasy black mage. No, she's a telekinesis. She's like fire three, bitch. <laughs> no, I remember the old graphic of the eight bit was like the, the wizard be doing this with Santa. Like trying to jinx someone at a ball game, <laughs> and then a fireball would fall on your head. And I was very impressed with the magic scenes in this in the show. Um, it definitely, it de I got to admit, I, I, it sounds like I'm cheesy, but I, you know that's what we want in our things. We want special effects. We want this kind of things. This right. is probably the best magic use I've seen in a fantasy show in a long time. Yeah, and I I, I would agree with this, man. Based off of what I saw in the first. 30 minutes of the first episode, I was like, I probably will not be finishing this. When we watch the uh, engagement with the Trollocs and then you start to see where the uh, when the pro protagonists start their little guild journey, I was like, all right, I can get behind this. Second episode was a lot better. Third episode was way better. Fourth episode was amazing. Five through eight. Bro, I got to tell you, man, I just that's, I only came back. That's after Jesus enters the story, right? Jesus Christo. <laughs> yeah, am I right? Am I right that I'm like, are they trying to like make this guy a, a Jesus dude or what? Do you know what he reminded me of? Remember Xena when they had the uh the Elijah character? The, the, yeah. the I was like, oh man. Oh, do I remember Xena? Xena <laughs> <laughs> Warrior Princess was my jam. Uh actually, me and my sister were talking about <laughs> those types of shows. I think we were comparing Hawkeye to the quality. Of oh. Xena and like all those other like the action pack the uh, you know WB action pack shows. Uh no, I I think the shows that best match Xena and Hercules are the shows that are actually on the WB. It's like oh, CW. You CW continues CW, that tradition yeah. of like they're like cheap and fast, <laughs> cheap and fast, and like I could they're like give me ten dollars, I can give you a hundred episodes by Friday. <laughs> Listen, I made Andromeda on a budget of twenty five cents. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> but yo, what I mean, did you feel a way about you know being Christian yourself? Did you feel a way that they have this guy who's like the the Dragon Reborn, and I was like, are you purposely trying to make him like Jesus because he's like merciful? No, and I'm he's Middle Eastern, and he's like, I'm anesthetized to that type of stuff, right? It's because it's something that I've come across so much, and you don't even realize how much you're inundated with it as a kid, even before I was a Christian, right? You know, like you just see these Christ-like figures, these Messiah-like figures throughout science fiction, because you know people have implicit bias, and they it, it's represented in their work, and they're like, well, what if Jesus was this, or what if it was that? So no, that part didn't bother me. I'll tell you what bothered me, bro. How many episodes are you in? I think I've done five. You've done five? I think it's right. five out of eight, right? I'm going to tell you what really bothers me, man. I think I didn't like how easily he was subdued. 
Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I it, absolutely feel you. He he's made up to be like the, the king. Like his powers were ridiculous. Yeah. When you see him fighting the army, he, you're like, oh my god, how are they going to stop him? The very next episode, they're like, yeah, we got him. Took him down. We did it. <laughs> you know why? The power of women, right? <laughs> I feel, guys, I'm not trying to create a dynamic where it's men versus women right now. I'm just saying the power of women, right? Mantis chose violence. He, he broke his, <laughs> he broke all his Spice Girl CDs. Usually there's posters of women behind him, and he's, he's he chose violence tonight. But let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about the power of women because the conclusion of the show, mm-hmm. the conclusion of the season, gets into, fuck, man, spoiler alert. Here it comes. Do it. Drop you know it. I really, you know what I really enjoyed about the show? So when they go back to the time of the uh, one of the first incarnations, not first incarnations of the dragon, but the dragon who fought the evil one, uh, RM, I'm going to have to make you a uh, a chat moderator when we talk about this show so you can just drop knowledge when I misquote. Oh, but, RM. Yeah. Um, they go back to that time period, and you they pan out, and it's a conversation with... The dragon, when the men were able to use the one power and uh, a head Aes Sedai, and they're talking in front of the dragon's like child, and they're having this conversation about, you know, the dragon wants to confront the evil one with a bunch of uh, people and, uh, you know, basically lock that guy down. They have that entire conversation. Great dialogue, thought it was good. They pan out and they show us the world, and there are flying uh, vehicles. Like, right. They're, jets and cars and i'm like holy shit man is this gonna be like and i haven't read the book so i don't know but i was like how cool would it be if this was like the utopic society that turned inside itself and the only reason that they've gone completely to shit is because they were so far you you know where i'm going with this yes well remember it it, remember for starters uh, you know if you're watching the first couple episodes they don't explain to you why it's called the wheel of time yeah 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 right and so um it it only makes you know it it makes sense however i always knew before go actually going in i actually knew that um i've known that for like years that that that's what that series is about yeah um and so i was like expecting it to be like in the first episode and i was like oh it didn't didn't happen didn't happen and so also if you haven't seen all those memes of you, you know the drake you know rapper in the box memes no, I, I I'm not a meme guy. You know, you know the um, Drake uh, does his hotline bling. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I, in a I, box I, and yeah, he's yeah, like saying no, 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 and then he's smiling. Yeah, and they always put a thing and they're like, classic fantasy that takes place in medieval times, and he's like, no, 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 and they're like, fantasy that turns out to be the far future and the past is really our present, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that, that that's the main wheel of time meme yeah um so it's kind of like out there already um but and here's my thing man i was gonna tell you i know you played some assassin's creed back in the day right i'm traumatized from assassin's creed <laughs> and you know why right? i'm traumatized from that movie oh Oof. bro don't even get me started i punched a kid that was sitting next to me a four-year-old and i was like this is your fault <laughs> this is your fault that this movie's so bad but i'm so traumatized from assassin's creed man because my least favorite part about assassin's creed was the time jump back into the present it every yes. time it happens it pulls me so out of the game out, out of the, the game. game you just want to stay in the past you don't care about this future memory yeah i, I don't nonsense. Care. It's, it's all nonsense what i'm hoping and i don't know i don't know anything about the series so that's why i'm having a good time 
I'm hoping it doesn't go there, man. I don't need that shit in my life, Mantis. I'm trying to escape reality, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I, don't, so, I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to deal with any reality. And so you, you know, this is the thing. Blood. Yeah, this is the th this is the thing, man. This is the thing. So this is why a lot of people are rejecting politics in video games and movies and stuff like that. Right. Because here's what it is: you tune into something like Joe Rogan or podcast to be informed about the world or try to get informed who knows yeah. maybe the person talking conversation, doesn't know the conversation yeah right a conversation conversation that matters maybe plug boom <laughs> you try to get tuesdays bitches 8 p.m eastern get on while on wednesdays bitch with the mantis <laughs> with the mantis um but so these are all educational shows that are going to teach you stuff yeah. but when people tune into something like a, a movie or a video, or a video game they, they don't want that. No. We actually do, people think they're like, you know what? I'm going to make allude this to the Trump administration. We don't want to think about that when I turn on a video game. No, no, I don't. I don't want to think about the real world when I turn on anything, when any of these shows are. No, whatever, I, I come know. there to escape. I come there to escape. And but here we go. Um, let me tie it back into the show, man. Uh, that's something that the Wheel of Time helped me do. You know, I work a shitty job, right? You know that. And I, I am. In a I may have job. heard that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am in a you know a new position and I'm dealing with a lot of bullshit. But uh, I came home and popping on that first episode of Wheel of Time and then binging like two or three in a row, it managed to help me forget. And you know why I forgot Mantis? Because I was actually intrigued by the story. So I just want to shout out the writers on that. I'm actually not mad at a lot of the visual effects on the show. I will respond to your comment about uh, Hawkeye that you and your sister were talking about. I don't think that uh, the via the the VFX on Hawkeye were that bad. I will say this though: that last episode, that fight scene with Kingpin. All right, so I got huge issues with that. It wasn't as bad oh as you described God. it. It wasn't as bad as you described it. It wasn't like she beat him in an outright fist fight. Right. She booby trapped him. But the problem is, if he's dead, and that's the end. You and I are driving to Feige's house. This is not a threat. I just want to tie him up, you know, just a little bit. Talk to him about his life yeah, decisions. I mean, like, you know, like, I, I don't want to talk about talk. I'm sorry for that, but I don't want to talk about particularly that finale. But um, no, that wasn't just the effects. We were, we were talking about the writing. We we're talking about the lazy uh, writing. Like LAR uh, LARPers coming in to save the day or whatever. Like, come on. Uh, that's Cena. They're, they're the best people. Last thing. Uh, one more thing <laughs> LARPers are the best people in the world, man. If you guys are ever in trouble, you need to call a LARPer. Fuck a cop. Fuck a firefighter. Exactly. You know why? Because LARPers believe in their truth. And their truth is that rubber sword is real. And they're going <laughs> whatever crime that's about to happen to you with that rubber sword. Yo, will you do me a favor? Will you check in on green rooms? I, I feel like the chat hasn't moved in green room, and I was wondering if I if I no, no, if I'm, I'm clutching. I literally have it in front of me. Everyone is uh, communicating in uh, YouTube right now, but I do want to give a oh. shout out to Pippi for being here in public, friend. Much love, especially to Gray Winthrop and Jehovah Thickness. All great content old creators Pony and as old, well. Old Pony Monroe. just showed up. Courtney Monroe, um, Carmen. Carmen Rios, Dub TV, everybody that's here, we appreciate you. Um, we really do, seriously. No, the, the show would be nothing. It'd literally be me and Mantis just screaming at each other. And trust me, that's what it used to be. We were <laughs> we were less refined. No one would come into our streams, and we'd just yell at each other back and forth. 
Snuggles six six eight six six eight. Welcome in. Welcome to the fanboy Molly School. We're just discussing Snuggles. what up, Snuggles. Snuggles. We're just discussing the wheel of uh, the bear. Time. Is that the bear from the sa- uh, fabric yeah, sauce or thing? Snuggles. Oh man. my gosh, Snuggles. I love that bear. Gonna love that bear, bro. <laughs> oh, I love that bear. But yo, um, I, I, to be honest, I'm, I'm three episodes before closing out the season. Uh, yeah. Wheel of Time. I can't wait to finish it. I'm really happy. I know it's here's what it is. I think a lot of people, because I have, I have a critical mind, people assume I'm hating on some shit. Like I'm about, I give it a great review. I give it in the 90s, actually, as a show. Yeah. Whoa. It's wait, just the first episode. You didn't I give. Do. You didn't give Spider Man a 90. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's what I'm saying. You have to compare the thing up to what I you're know. capable of. Right, right, and right. So right. I have to compare Spider-Man to every other Spider-Man thing and every other Marvel movie, right? I love your tales, man. You're like <laughs> I said that you're like your eyes. But in terms like... of fantasy shows, there's not there's not much to compare it to. So <laughs> Rosamund Pike being a bad actress, but like summoning storms are is like cool to me. <laughs> Oh, and uh, I mean, I know it's a spoiler, but yo, that dude, uh, my my most like fascinating character is the dude who like with the axe in the, in the first episode. Oh, yes. And he yes, made a mistake. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. His story is going to be really compelling. That dude is friggin huge, though, man. And uh, there's a lot of great dynamics in the show, especially with uh, the love interest, con- like the conflicts between people and the El Sedai and their guardians. There, uh, that relationship dynamic. There's an Elsa die that has two guardians, and you can tell that her whole thing is she has like this insatiable appetite. Like she's, oh always, my god, she's always snacking on something, and that's the joke they make about her in every regard. Right, she's right, 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 right. More and more and more. It's a, uh, it's, it's interesting. To say if you guys really. don't guess, it's implied that they're all banging their guardians. It's not implied. <laughs> it's, it's, it's outright stated. <laughs> it's outright stated. But they have this great, uh, the Guardians, and this, uh, okay, so I guess we should talk about this if we're going to talk about dynamics and stuff like that. It's interesting that the uh, the male Guardians, because apparently there are female Guardians as well, um, they are completely enthralled to them in a way that I found interesting. Like the love, so it's this thing called the bond, where the Guardian bonds himself to the Elsa die, and they are able to sense each other's feelings. They know where the other one is. They're able to track each other that way. It's Very a cool fantasy. Good dynamic. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good dynamic. And uh, But one of the Elsa die dies in a conflict with, uh, conflict with fake Jesus. And her guardian is tore the fuck up afterwards and i'm not talking about in like an overly bad acting way you actually start it's gut-wrenching and it's hard to watch this guy because you can see especially in his portrayal of the pain that it was like it was like losing a piece of himself when he's talking about his relationship with her and what she meant to him i found that to be very i found that whole part to be very interesting so i know what you're thinking on some instances you're like oh man this show is super woke and it is (laughs) like there's a lot of wokiness in it there's some down-to-earth kind of dynamics that I, I enjoyed. I don't know if I, I like it. the series. I'm I'm into it. I'm I'm I I, I wouldn't I don't know if I'm hooked, but I can't wait to finish this series basically. And you so for those of you, a, a lot of people have commented uh-huh. on my absence in both streaming and like on my own Discord and stuff like that. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. I I will say right now, I had a bit of a, a rough holiday season because I was displaced. Yeah, um, a bunch of family members came over, yeah. 
and they wouldn't leave and the house is like really small and i was like fuck this and i left and i went i went went crashing my brothers um and for like a week so i didn't have any streaming equipment i didn't have anything and you know you know what it's like being a guest you got to yes. be at the whims of other people and what they're up to so yes yes, um, yes. That, that was the thing but i'm back in the game about to bring it i can't <laughs> wait to watch all my shit it's uh <laughs> we're, we're glad to have you back you know what the crazy thing though is mantis man um you know what we haven't done you came what? up to the house to visit uh we're supposed to be meeting up at some point so i cannot be like your other best friend and not give you what's owed to you uh a good ass whooping <laughs> oh wait what i thought you were gonna say a ps4 <laughs> no, ps4 and then an ass whooping um we've never filmed an episode live i got this poker table over here right we got mics we got mixes we got bitching technology i mean That's- are you actually inviting me right now yeah well you know what you know what the requirements are you know you i know do what, you know what the requirements hold on I j- and you know what i'm totally comfortable with it you know, I'm totally comfortable with the requirements. Um, just so you guys know, uh, Mrs. Holdup requires anyone who comes into her house to get a COVID test and, like, you know, be be, be proven that they can they they they've been tested. I think that's legitimate, especially everything that's going on in our state. Yeah, our state is wild. We're at twenty percent right now, bro. We uh, all I'm gonna say is they augmented the hours at my job, so I know what's coming next. Yeah. Moving right along from that madness, though. Let's. But yo, a live episode, we gotta do it. We gotta do a live episode. Two, three weeks, maybe. Let's, let's five, four, five, four, five. <laughs> yo, let's... you know, before we do Witcher. What's the, yeah, what's this topic you snuck You know in? what I realized we forgot to put in our topics? Tonight? What? What? Matrix. Oh, yeah. The Matrix. Who has seen The Matrix? One in the chat, if you've seen The Matrix, the latest one. X in the chat, if you regret seeing it. <laughs> No spoilers for Spider-Man dub. We're not going to do spoilers for Spider-Man. Well, what are you doing not have the, having seen it yet? Don't be the only dude who hasn't seen it, man. Get on it. Bro, are you done talking about The Matrix yet? Because uh, did you say whatever positive statement you're going to say about it? Because I got nothing positive to say. Wait, that's not Oh, true. I, did, I didn't. Uh, I was saying dub said, please, no spoilers for Spider-Man. And I was like, what are you doing not having seen it yet? <laughs> so, uh, oh, wait, hold on. Here, Here is my positive statement for The Matrix. Okay. Keanu Reeves and uh Yeah. Who plays Trinity? I forget her name. She's an amazing chick. Whoa. <laughs> look are, are look very good for their age. They look very good for their age, and I'm gonna give them something that was the huge critique of the original trilogy. Everyone said it, and even if even Zeus said it, and I remember I was like, huh, that's an interesting take. There was no chemistry between them in the first trilogy. I agree. In this movie, I and the actually... first trilogy kept hammering their love. They're like, they're in so in love. And I'm like, are they in love? <laughs> and I didn't get that. Carrie Ann Moss, thank you. RM, RM, I want to I offer you something, RM. This is from Mantis and I, right? We have a rule that I just made up right now in my head. If you are able to provide information that we are not knowing in the moment of our streams, you get to become a mod. <laughs> yeah, RM, you RM for mod, yo. Vote for RM, RM for mod, twenty twenty two. Um, there was actual chemistry there this time, man. I really believe that they were in love. I enjoyed. I did. I, I really enjoyed the first 
I guess, what, 40 minutes of the movie? You know what is a positive, and I'll say this, and I, I know where you're getting it. I don't know if you're going to touch on it. I enjoyed the new character, Bugs. I enjoyed Bugs. I enjoyed Bugs. I like Bugs. That was a that was a interesting decision to turn down Shang Chi to do this movie. In retrospect, should probably fire her agent. I understand. You, you know, realize that, poor girl was gonna be Ray in Star what? Wars. Who that? She was gonna be Ray. She was up for Ray. She was in the shortlist. Like they were like deciding, and they were like, "Is it should be her or this white bitch?" And then <laughs> I'm sorry, pardon my French, <laughs> white woman. And they chose they chose the white girl. Ray, you know the Ray that we have, Daisy right. Ridley, who was adequate. Oh, poor Daisy! I think it would have been better with this with this girl, right? Yeah, uh, honestly, I think so too. I enjoyed her in uh, in Iron Fist. So, I I just want to say briefly, everything about the rabbit hole like experience of the Matrix, uh, whatever the name of this movie is, was pretty cool. Like them coming back and you're seeing Neo stuck in monotony. Even the opening scene where they re, uh, they have the agents training in the original Matrix opening. I was okay with that stuff. You, you were I was okay, okay with that? I was okay with that because I realized what it was quickly. When I saw, you know, Black Agent yeah, It was Smith. a training module or whatever. Yeah. And then, then um, go ahead. I just think the explanation is how they get the Morpheus. And it was just so absurd. No, so, but that's before. All of that shit, right? Okay, okay. okay, that's before they had me. The whole the whole monotonous routine thing with him and the tub with the duck on his head. He's taking the blue pills and the songs right, right, playing right, right. it. The white pony song is playing. I'm like, this is pretty cool. I like this. I can't wait till it pops off so we can see how badass Neo is. That shit just never came. Like it never came. It the never fight happened. scenes weren't even ever as good as any other episode, not even the first one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you know, the guy who replaces Agent Smith is a horrible Agent Smith. Oh god. The explanation as to, to, to Morpheus coming back but being younger doesn't make really any sense. Bro, and you know what's you know what so pisses me off the most about the Morpheus thing? Well, before we get there, man, let's just talk about what happened. So essentially, what the machines do after Matrix Revolution. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Honestly, that should be what the movie would have was about, but I know what you're about to say. Yeah, the they essentially robot civil war. No, that's not what I was gonna say. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was, was the most fascinating thing when I heard they had a civil no, war that, after that, the animation. That, was, was like, that should have been the movie. That would have been a great movie. I would have watched that for sure. But I'm talking about like so. Essentially, what the uh, what the robots do is you know they get their moment of fake peace. You're good, Mantis. I already said that. No bueno. No bueno what? What's going on, Carmen? Do you not want us to talk about the Matrix right now? (laughs) You got to let us know. (laughs) But um, I I just... The way Revolution ended, I thought that was a good conclusion. I thought that was great to have Neo have... It wasn't a good movie, but that was a good bookend to his story, right? To have him sacrifice himself, Zion to save... Yo, RM, to answer your thing, uh, she's saying that um, Jonathan Groff is a great actor. It must have been uh, the material to make uh, Agent Smith suck. So here's what I'm saying. It is hard for any actor to solely do something based on impersonation. Right. I know that's rough when you have to play someone else. It's easier when you can take your own spin on the character. But obviously, he's playing Agent Smith. He can't take his own spin on Agent Smith. However, he wasn't meant to be Agent Smith. 
there are a lot of actors out there who could do an Agent Smith. That was just not the actor. No, it wasn't the actor, man. I'm sorry. I, I got I got lost in the chat. I was trying to read it. Um, essentially, what happened to me, though, is it's like they bring in this next portion of the story, and it gives credence to the old theory, the old conspiracy theory, that The Matrix was not written by the Wachowskis. You remember this shit when we were yes. kids? There was and, a book called The Eye. Yes. That yes. has all very similar concepts. A lot, all of, like the very... The major beats and the concept of reality not being real was all in there. Yes, yes. And uh, apparently another part of this urban legend, which I, I guess turned out to be true. I'd have to research it to see if it was actually solidified in uh, the halls of facts, which was that the Wasowski stole the story from this uh, this woman who had written that story. And it always felt like when we watched uh, Matrix 2 and 3, I was like, huh, this just really doesn't jive. It doesn't seem like some that same person wrote the story, right? It seems like someone else picked it up and decided to continue it and it just didn't mesh and that was nothing that was not more clear to me than that fight scene in the married vengeance uh lair remember that fight scene in the little the, in the courtroom or a, like, know, i uh, gotta say i actually really like the second one i like the second it. one but yes was... i know when, when when the three guys like they jump down and there's weapons on the wall and neo keeps taking different weapons off the wall yes and fighting yes. them on the staircase. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's okay. So I want you to think about that for a second. Those characters being introduced, those exiles, those shadow figures from another part of the Matrix where apparently they were werewolves and vampires and stuff, that doesn't mesh with the original sentiment. <laughs> it doesn't make any sport. sense. However, <laughs> the, they use the ghost powers very well in the highway scene. Oh, yeah, we love the ghost power. The Remember twins on the highway it? scene was like it the was, greatest thing listen, If you don't know anything about RPGs or... Or characters, there is no better position for your character to be in than if he it has two traits. If your power acts on its own behalf because of your reflexes, because of inherent danger, you're good. It doesn't matter what the yes. game master says. Every role is a twelve. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Those sons of bitches, man. <laughs> Yo, I, I, they were great antagonists. The twins were like the best. The twins, what I'm saying, Reloaded had the twins and had yeah. the architect, and therefore that's a good, that's a good, that's a good entry in my opinion. Oh, Colonel Sanders, evil Colonel, Colonel Sanders, Sanders, man, was the man, yo. And so that brings me back to this piece of who that they gave us. No Colonel Sanders, right? No Colonel Sanders. They gave us the analyst who was a poor, poor man's Colonel Sanders. And then we get the Merovingian back. None of the cool characters. <laughs> Which a crackhead wrote that scene. Yo, this is a mega spoiler alerts for all of you. Carmen's we'll on board me. She knows what's up. So uh, it's, it's folks, we're saving you from watching this movie. Even if you're watching on HBO Max free, here's the next thing, right? So we were talking about uh Morpheus. Uh <laughs> so the character, your boy Black Cyclops, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> Black Cyclops. He uh he is a program that's an amalgamation. <laughs> He's of a mix Smith and and Smith Morpheus and Morpheus, and but he looks like Morpheus. young Morpheus for some reason. He doesn't look like a young Morpheus. <laughs> he doesn't look like no, a but, young but, Morpheus. When they, when he comes into their world, they're like they all call him Morpheus. So I am assuming there's a reason why they chose Morpheus over Smith, or get, why not give him a new name? I don't know why they call him Morpheus. It doesn't make any bro, sense. Bro. It's not Morpheus. You know what doesn't make any sense is that Neo subconsciously wrote this program inside the Matrix with inside the training program. Just think about that for a second. He wrote the program, right? That's what they said. He created them from these two distinct, you know, influences on his life. So why does 
Yaya, as Morpheus, recall something entirely different than what Neo has described. I agree. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Any, he describes himself as a person. Like, he was like, I was just living my normal life. He was stuck in a loop just like them. And the next thing he knows, you know, the mirror's hacked, the liquid's coming out. It's fucking nonsense, man. Everything was nonsense. Uh, you know, the Merovingian scene. Well, we, we got, let's talk about the. This can be summed up in the absurdity of the Merovingian scene. So, the Merovingian in the original tr- original trilogy was the king of the exiles. He was a French snob aristocrat in the Matrix who was a program right. who said, F, F working for the Matrix. I'm going right. to hack myself, hack my hack my minions, and we're going right. to rule, we're going to hold court over everything. And they do whatever they want. Yeah. And of course, he's married. To Monica Bellucci, of course, right? Who wouldn't right. who wouldn't make that option <laughs> if you could reprogram your life? <laughs> um, and so he appears in this one with other exiles, and the exiles are dressed like the Lost Boys from Peter Pan. Hold on, bro. and they have it's samurai just... swords. The and he is dressed like a hobo. He literally has confetti on confetti <laughs> and crazy <laughs> stuff. You can't tell if he's being like heroin chic. Or he's a poor person, or what is going on, and he starts ranting and raving during the fight scene, and you feel like you're taking drugs, and he's talking about Hollywood and Hollywood movies and blah blah blah, blah and it makes literally no sense. If you're wondering why I review doesn't make any sense, because we're just going through the movie itself. Let's also jump to Smith here for a second. So after Revolution concluded, this is the, the thought I was trying to get out before the machines essentially decide the uh, the analyst makes the new matrix and he decides the best way to keep neo anchored to this world or you know to the matrix there are a few things that need to happen one smith needs to exist that doesn't make any sense to me right makes no sense. So, no I, I understand what they were going for they're saying that his love relationship with trinity would fuel them that emotional connection will fuel them and then the emotional connection he has with Smith is also very fierce. So that will continue. Which is what, basically what he said is he had to have this antagonistic relationship, which is why he made Smith his business partner. Yeah. That's not... However, <laughs> Neo lived many years in his, his original art incarnation without Smith in his life. Oh, no. Actually, I, I went back to this. There was a version of Smith in his life, even in the first movie. It was his boss. Before Smith okay. shows up, it, there's that guy. Oh, so, but that has nothing. But no, see, see, no. What you see, what you're doing. You're filling gaps in for them. That has nothing to do with the bullshit we're watching right now, <laughs> <laughs> bro. It literally that part right there. When you find out this new young guy is Agent Smith, I didn't like any of it. Let me just stop. I can't make an intelligent statement about this movie. I didn't like the fact that Neo was like this obscure nerd and they made the matrix a movie i understand i mean a video game i understand what they were doing with that i didn't like the idea of the the swarm i didn't like the uh the the handlers they had i didn't like any of it man i they were trying to make it so new age meta universe it was bullshit if i could talk shit for a second yeah i do not actually like the thing where he is a video game programmer who was taught that he had a nervous breakdown and that the matrix was all part of a game he wrote because that yeah. is so played out that happened. So you know, that, remember that episode of Buffy where she thought she was crazy. That happened. Star Trek multiple times, different captains, aliens tried to convince them that they were like, you're yeah. not a captain. 
Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, a person yeah. in a psych ward. That yeah. happens all the fucking time. It's happened so lame. Happened to Wolverine. Well, happened Batman to and Wolverine. Dark. Yeah, it happened so often. I was like, this is done to death, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you talked about convoluted writing in our last episode of uh, Fanboy Modeling School, this is what I think of. Yes. I literally think of the Matrix writing team sitting back and forth with each other, and they're like, dude, what else can we put in there? Oh, man, we'll make Smith young because we can't get Vigo back. Wait, let's bring... Oh, then fucking Jada Pinkett. You mean to oh, tell me? Oh, don't... She was... We had way too many scenes. They needed to cut her scenes. Way too much. Um, <laughs> yo, Yaya's a, a, like, ridiculously stupid fight with him. Idiot. Martial arts fight just to try to replicate that scene. By the way, they don't live up to that scene at all that Morpheus had, but just to redo that, rehash that moment because they try to rehash every Matrix moment is so lame. It's so weak. Yeah, it is. Paper thin, the reasoning. Um, oh, oh, it was just a mess, man. It was a mess oh all over the damn place. You know what the craziest part was when you told me how bad the movie was? I was like, this isn't just Mantis overreacting again. I'm he sure it's me being bad. a jerk. Yeah, and I bro when i sat down and watched it on i believe it was christmas day i could have took a nap the pills <laughs> carmen said the pills i could have taken a nap rather than watch that movie and i sacrificed a nap for that nonsense it was absolute garbage. Yeah, i definitely want my two and a half hours like look at all look on green room look at all what uh dt dubs has to say bunch of gifts over there representing the matrix and our relationship with the matrix um so here's the craziness here's the here's the madness of it right they are asking lana wakowski back for another movie no there's no way they're making another one you mean we're gonna be covering this again in three years (laughs) <laughs> I won't do it. I will not fucking. Do it. I will set fire to my own goddamn bed before I have to watch another one of these fucking things, man. They get worse and worse with every intro, with everything. I thought Revolutions was as was horrible. I love and now scene. this no, happened, and I thought it was way worse. I love the fight scene with Smith in Revolution. I love that. I won't lie. I mean, there were some good parts to it. It was, went on for it went on for like eighty minutes, man. Like <laughs> there were some lame parts. You've always hated that fights, and you've always had an issue with it. And I'll tell you what it is, folks. Mantis is a purist in the highest regard, and he I knew he was going to struggle with the concept of Neo flying, and he's not going to admit to any of this, right? That's not no, that's you're not, not at all. Listen, <laughs> you're not allowing me to make to build this, right? Because I'm going to tie this in. Mantis has a man crush on Superman or had a man crush on Superman and he was the gold standard for heroes back then. <laughs> and the minute Neo started flying, it conflicted with his troubled, troubled, confused worldview, which involves Superman never doing any wrong. And then here you got Keanu Reeves flying around. And I remember when you, wait, I remember when this fight scene happened, you were like, this is more Dragon Ball Z bullshit making its way into mainstream. I movies. did say that, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Now, now that you open the floodgates for it, so that's not a new fucking Superman. I don't even like Superman. Fuck that's you. Why you that's, um, that's why you hate Dragon Ball Z. You hate Dragon Ball Z. No, 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 because here's what I'm saying. There are all these scenes in Matrix Revolutions where they punch each other at the same time. They're trying to make the point that they do the same move, and yeah. they would keep, like, they're in the rain, slow motion, punch each other, do the same exact move. And after a while, I was like, I get it. They're, they're thinking similar and it just kept going and i was like this is not fun 
This is not a fun fight scene. Give me fucking moves, man. Give me moves. This is nothing to do with your sick theory, your 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 crush on Superman or whatever the hell's going no, on. In your no, life. This is it has, it's, it's all to do with you, bro. Like for this you, is you, you know, man. Like, this is all you. you but I'm saying there's only so many times people can slow motion punch each other, each other's fists in the rain. I once said to Mantis walking over to George Washington Bridge, I'm like, I don't know, man. Logically, I think if the Hulk has no limit to his power and if he gets angry enough and the Superman's beating him, eventually the Hulk's going to overtake him. If Doomsday can do it, the Hulk can do it. And you got so mad at me on that bridge. You're just like, that makes no sense. And I was like, whoa, whoa, calm down, man. That doesn't I, sound like something that ever happened. It, it happened. And it's <laughs> you had a rage in your eyes. <laughs> and I thought you were going to throw me over the bridge. Um, last thing I want to say about this movie, right? And I'm I'm just gonna give it a fair, fair, fair statement here. I understand what they were attempting to do, and I think if they would have leaned in more, if you would have just gave me an hour and a half of the movie of them trying to get Neo out, then that would have made sense. Like if you gave me everyone who was a surviving a survivor of the war in Zion coming back, even if it wasn't Lawrence Fishburne, then and they're all trying to free Neo because they found out the machines are holding him and you get this kind of great battle. I go for that. And here's the thing. I don't have an issue with the Trinity, them Trinity being there, right? A lot of people are saying, oh, people are mad because Trinity shares co-airship as the one. I don't give a sh- I don't care about that. It just, yeah, they didn't do it well. They, they didn't do it well. Yo, the one, yo, man, yo, him constantly using that force field power at the end. So lame. Oh my goodness. And yo, you know what I will actually say? Um, I will say I do like in the in the Zion or IO now, IO scenes. I do like how the programs, the peaceful programs, have the nanobots that make up their being and they mm-hmm. can coexist with us. I thought that was kind of cute. Oh no, that was that was amazing. That was amazing. That was amazing. In like a kumbaya way where we all hold hands and love. Like I'm like, I'm gonna hug a robot today. Now I can actually hug a program. I that's mean, the next thing. Okay, we got to talk about this, man. The fact that they don't even really address, like, give us any type of exit for Lawrence Fishburne's uh, Morpheus, like, a... <laughs> do you do you realize how freaking stupid it is? How they kept showing scenes from the original one, and every time they showed Lawrence Fishburne, it just pointed out that this fake one is not the real Morpheus, and that the real yeah. Morpheus we could have had him, but we just don't. Yes, they. I hate that they kept jam packing scenes from the first one in it, as if they don't have substance, or as if they don't trust the audience to have seen the first one. It was so badly done. It's just a horrible movie. It, it is a horrible movie. Oh man, uh, I'm, I'm getting my blood pressure's up right now. M- Mantis, could you entertain the people? I have. There's a small child running upstairs, and I got to make Go sure. Go beat him. Go beat. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. We don't. We don't beat anyone, unless they have it coming. Um, but how is everyone down in chat, particularly green room? I keep seeing these crazy Spider-Man gifts, and it's driving me nuts. Uh, Deb TV says, I just realized I was watching a video 20 minutes behind. Okay, cool. Uh, Carmen says, they should just leave it. How, how there are no more movies. Um, they're going to just keep going. They're going to ride that. They're going to ride all- Warner Brothers. It's so sad, but Warner Brothers might actually be on their way out. And so the way it's run, um, there there's nobody like I don't know why they're doing this. I don't know what the strategy is, but they're trying to ride the train till it fo- its wheels fall off. 
And so they're going to milk every franchise until it falls off. They like are not making any future plans on how to keep keep the show going. I don't know why that is. Maybe they're in some sort of secret debt situation, but it's it's really it's a problem. Because Warner Brothers, if you think about it, has been an ongoing important parts of media forever, right? Yeah, that movie was terrible, Dubs. So RM says, please let someone else buy the DC properties. Well, I hope you're not suggesting that Disney do it. RM says, uh, Jeff Bezos, Elon, somebody. That person is the fat mantis. I should buy the DC properties, and then I'll, I'll, I'll show them how it's done. But yo, what movies have you guys seen recently and in this year? And uh, please let me know down in the, down in the chat. They can't. Disney has pushed the monopoly so far the government wouldn't let them continue. Thank God. I'm tired of Disney owning everything and Oh man, like honestly it's really a shame that uh DC was not able to get their their show on the road. Dub says Elon invested a lot in Doge. I love Dogecoin. Love it. I take the Dogecoin and I run. Straight up, yo. All you need to invest in Dogecoin. Make it happen. Well, we got a lot to talk about. I think we still have one more uh, statement, and it's down to Witcher three, uh, Witcher two. Um, who has seen Witcher one? Uh, RM says if Universal was smart, they would snap up the Warner. Bro- oh my God, Universal's playing uh, dumb right now. And so their main thing they have is Jurassic Park and nothing else. They have no franchises or anything. Why don't you're right? Why don't they jump on that? And for some reason, Warner Brothers is really trying to run themselves in the ground on purpose. You know, they've it's horrible. This is a horrible news I'm about to report to you guys. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Warner Brothers, um, you know, HBO Max, a, a, a website I use all the time, I love it, has lost subscribers in the last year. They didn't gain subscribers. They lost them in the last year. They ended up with a negative. Dub says the only cool dude from DC is Batman. That's not true. They got a lot of good properties. I love Green Lantern. I love Flash. I love Wonder Woman. I'm dying to see Wonder Woman 3 if it's done right. Not like Wonder Woman 1984 or whatever. RM says they have minions. Okay. Uh, Let's hope they can keep minions going, right? But yeah, Warner Brothers, um, I'm sorry, HBO Max has actually negative. In, In you know, here's the problem. Warner Brothers, in a year where they're giving out free, like theater level movies. 
is in net, like lost subscribers. How sad is that? Are we talking about HBO Max numbers? Yeah. Dude, that is one of the saddest things to hear, man. Because in all honesty, I actually really enjoy HBO Max. I love I, it. I watch it all the time. And it's been it is quite possibly the best catalog show that's ever existed. By Netflix, Disney Plus, in my mind, when it comes to libraries, you can sit there and watch HBO Max and get completely lost for an entire day. Talking about shit to revisit, new stuff to watch. I'm not into the new Sex and the City, but the fact that their market share is dropping like that, it almost seems intentional. Just like the way they tanked <laughs> their superhero franchise. It, it, it seems almost like they want to go out of business, and I don't know why. I don't. I can't predict what's going on here. I, I want to apologize to the chat. I want to apologize to Mantis. I am a dad, and one of my kids is on one, so I just had to go, uh, you know, had to go set set him straight. And by set him straight, I meant give him exactly what he wanted so he can get back in bed. So sorry about that, folks. 21st century parenting. Exactly. The back in my day, which was the 1600s, <laughs> we would have tied him to a cross and had him stay, spend the night outside. You heard it, folks. Mantis hates women and he hates small children. What does he hate next? Dolphins? Yo, dolphins are evil, yo. <laughs> dolphins are the devil's work, man. Hey, hey, can I sidewind on something really cool, man? I jumped into the live with you and uh, Auntie Cat last night. Obviously, you know, I was there. And I had a good time, man. I should have gone to bed directly after my stream, but I wanted to come support. And you two had me fucking dying laughing. Like we're talking about something as serious and as dangerous as the occult. And I'm, I could not stop chuckling at you guys talking about this. No, no, it was a good time. It was a good time. Auntie Cat's a great person. Yes. Fan of the show. Shout out to Auntie Cat. Yo, shout out to Auntie Cat. She's usually going to be going on on Fridays normally. She okay. She's going to get one in for the New Year's. To get this ball rolling, I really appreciate that. Really good, um, but she's going to do Auntie Cat's Torture Tales every Friday night. She's amazing work. Um, yeah, this- we we we're making funny, <laughs> we're making a lot of jokes about you know intrusive thoughts and yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, oh, really- yeah you were. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I think that's a segment. Uh, probably should save this for the offline business meeting. But we're family here. We we talk about everything on air. We should do reviews. Or, you know, of our favorite streamers and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> I agree, but, like, I mean, what, what if it gets bad? What if I'm just like, look we'll at this motherfucker. He, he half-assed his stream right here. We'll blur our faces so they don't know it's us. No, we should, yeah, we should do TikTokers, man. Oh, TikTokers. Uh, I was going to, I had a couple I was going to do tonight, but then I realized that, you know, this is our first live on youtube on my channel yeah let's get adjusted first yo (laughs) let me ask you so there's some easy there's a lot of easy marks on tiktok like they're asking to be mocked they're asking for comedy routines to go on and so i'm gonna be real this is a show where i can be real right yeah, you're 100. I just love the way my new mic sounds. Does it sound as good as I think it sounds? sounds pretty- Yo, get over yourself, motherfucker! You sound good. We get it. You paid a lot for your mic. You're very elite. Can we move on, man? Can we move the fuck on? Just- it's like me talking about my new dick ring. Yes, my dick ring has diamonds on it. Do we need to keep at- emphasizing that? I don't think Wait, we let me do, ask you, bro. Let me ask a question: Who verified the diamonds on there? Was it you or the jeweler? <laughs> And did you have to put it? It was my hoe who happens to be my jeweler. 
<laughs> yo, straight, straight up. Yo, so TikTok has a lot of just crazy people on it saying right. crazy things. Yeah. And so I'm, my realness right now, and Bex points out, Bex points out dolphins be wild. Yes, they, they are wild. You and can't so they have wild things the dolphins do. <laughs> yo, they do. I can't use it, but they do the R word a lot. The what? The R word. Random? Regurgitate? Renegade? Rhapsody? Repulsed? They assault. They assault things that aren't other dolphins for their own pleasure. Oh, public wrote it into the chat. <laughs> Thank you, public. Oh my goodness, I did not know that about. Yeah, oh yeah, they do. And so they, there's a type of there's a type of blowfish. They attack it. They get high off of it, and they force their beaks into it, and they take its goo or whatever to get high. Um, they also have war. They have a concept of war. And they fight each other over women. And when they defeat the other males, they go to town on the women. And so they're aggressive little shits. A dolphin, everyone's like the prince of the sea. Yeah, fuck that. The monster of the sea. What about Echo, though? That was a great game. He was a rapist. <laughs> he was a rapist. I tried not to use the word. But Echo the dolphin from Sega Genesis was a rapist. <laughs> He's a horrible monster, a sex offender. We shouldn't be glorifying that. Make a video game about a sex offender. Okay, whatever, bro. <laughs> anyway, what was I talking about before we, we talked about dolphins real quick. So I think we were talking about uh, easy marks on TikTok. Okay, so I'm gonna be real with you. I'm Neo. not into neo pronouns. What is that? Because mean? it's gotten out of hand. What does that mean? So people do pronouns like. They make up their pronouns whatever they want. Okay. So there are people who are like, I I, I have used demon pronouns. I use oh. fairy pronouns. I use um whatever. They're usually myth mythological creatures at this point. <laughs> A lot of mythological creatures. You know what I'm saying? I use goblin pronouns. Okay. Okay. And and they put these videos and instructions on how to use them on TikTok. It is a very easy mark. It is a very easy mark from from Are mockery. This, okay, so they're doing this to mock people from uh, that community. From no, like, they're not being. No, they are at least portraying themselves to be serious. But like, like what? See, that's something I I would need someone to come in and commentate on because all right, well, hold on for a second. Is this like a never mind? I, I see, but there those people are too. That type of stuff is easy though. The, uh, easy mark. I avoid that type of stuff on TikTok as best I can. Now furries, I get down with the furries. Not like I get down with them, but I love to. Said like, I get down with the furries. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I mean, I watch the furries, uh, and I, I I just wonder, what do you do, man? What do you do? Like you're at the dinner table with a, a lifelong friend, and they're telling you about their podcast, and then they're like, "Yeah, and on the weekends, I dressed up as an animal, and uh, you know." <laughs> I run around the civic center. So here's my problem with the modern age. <laughs> and so I think that sometimes people mistake a kink for a sexuality. Right. And so okay. it's one thing to like come out of the closet and be like, you know, whatever. And then other people are like, well, I, I'm, I'm a furry. I'm like, you don't have to come out of the closet of that. That's your own private thing. I don't need to know what you do in your bedroom. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? And so it gets even weirder when they're like, yo, I need to advertise. Like they create um they create new words for sexuality they're like blah 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 sexual they're like i you know i like having a battery a, like a, a car battery wires strapped to my balls and electrocuted while i have sex sexual 
And I was like, yo, you don't have to tell me about that. I don't need to know about that. <laughs> why are you making a TikTok about it, bro? <laughs> but that's why I wanted to do TikTok segments because there are some people who think they're really insightful on TikTok. You know, and it's like those are the people I want to hone in on. They have great. You want to hone in insightful people? Yeah, the insane. I never (laughs) insightful. Insightful. I never seen one of them. (laughs) I want to talk about The Witcher and then Boba. Okay, let's do it. Witcher season two. I give it. I get. I give. I give it a ninety-two. Ninety-two. Oh, there we go. Ninety-two percent. Why not one hundred? You say because. They changed some stuff from the book, obviously. You know, they introduced some stuff a little early, but that's okay. That's okay. It worked. They made it work for the season. Uh, I got to be honest with you, man. Uh, it picks up. You know, obviously, season one ended with the great battle. And, you know, then we have uh, the Witcher meeting up with. Why am I forgetting characters' names tonight? Uh, what is the young uh, the young apprentice's oh. name? RM, we need you right now. RM, get back the in here. Chick, the young chick, right? Yeah. You have Carol uh, uh, meeting up yeah. with... Uh, at any rate, he meets up with his young ward. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, then we spend the first few episodes uh, kind of backtracking and see... Uh, you know, we see him... You know, see what happened with Jennifer and her journey. And uh, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone that hasn't had a chance to binge it yet. Siri, thank you so much, RM. Yeah, I just, sorry. Oh, how did I know? I just want to give a big shout-out to Henry Cavill. And I want to give a big shout out to his manager, The Rock's ex-wife, whose name I can never remember. <laughs> um, Daniela uh, Garcia. Yes. She's done an amazing job keeping The Rock rich as all get out. And he's obviously the most likable guy in Hollywood. He's taken the place of Keanu Reeves, I think, and uh, the most well-paid person in Hollywood. But yeah, she's done a good job staring Henry Cavill's career. Everyone, including YouTuber X, said that his career was going to be dead because of the hardball they were playing. Yes, they did. They did say that. And he stepped into this Witcher role, and uh, I didn't think he was going to be a good uh, Geralt. But honestly, man, it's really grown on me. I I agree. His range has been amazing in this show. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say this, man. Uh, I'm really looking forward to season three, and I hope this is a role that he is remembered for. And it made me really excited for him. I don't know if he's reprising the role of Connor McLeod, but you know he's going to be in Highlander. And I'm like, man, they really found a market for this guy. But did a great job as Geralt. Obviously, him and Ciri, uh finally they unite. They travel to the uh, to the fortress of the, of the Witchers. We get more of the backstory on what happened, the great siege of the Witcher fortress, their original one. And I kept watching the show, Mantis. And I kept thinking to myself, I remember the original. What's wrong, bro? I'm an idiot. What'd you do? This has to do. This has to do with Henry Cavill. But I understand the the Warner Brothers thing now. I just really it all came. Well, wait. Let me shut the fuck up. Explain that. So Warner Brothers, remember, is being merged with by Discovery. Oh yeah. And so when they end up merging, not all these producers or people are going to keep working there. They're going to kick them out. Yeah. So people just don't give a shit. Uh, and there's a rumor. There's another rumor. This is so funny. You know how everyone's like, Henry Cavill's done with being Superman. There's a rumor that Discovery wants to continue Snyderverse. Really? That they're like, when we merge, we're hoping that they continue this shit. Because they yeah. like the Snyder cut. And so once again, it's more it's more nonsense. But like, maybe he will can be keeping Superman. I don't know. 
I think it's not, uh, so, all right, obviously there were some things wrong with the Snyder cut, but I think that's their best bet forward. If they're really going to lean into their, uh, their superhero properties, like I do not want this flashpoint movie to be honest with you oh I, man I'm i don't want it i don't want it at all I'm completely disinterested in the batman i'm obviously going to watch it because i know we're going to cover it it's going to be a hot topic to talk about blah 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 um in regards to rm says hope he gets the commander shepherd and uh he gets to be commander shepherd and mass effect i hope oh, so too. yeah i hope that wasn't just cl- clickbait um i hope that wasn't clickbait either i hope that was a real thing yeah i really do but uh you, what were you going to say about in regards to Henry Cavill's career in Warner Brothers? Because the whole thing is, I was thinking, I was like, I don't care if he's, I was about to say, I hope, I don't care if he's Superman. I, I hope that he, he, st- you know, I'm, I'm fine with him being Geralt or whatever. Yeah. And then, and being a fantasy dude. And I was like, wait a minute. There's rumors that he might remain under Discovery. So who knows? You know, obviously that whole thing, it's all ruckus, but I just realized that's probably why they're, they're goofing off at Warner Brothers. <laughs> because they're just like, uh, you know what, man? They're uh, like, I'm going to get fired after we merge anyway. So what, what the fuck's the point? <laughs> Last day of the job. No point. <laughs> no just point. like the guys, just like we're talking about HBO Max, maybe they're not trying to give good content because they're like, once they merge with Discovery, they're going to want an all new slate of shows. So what the fuck is the point? That's a good point. That's a good point right there, man. Um, let me just stare back here for The Witcher for a second. I want to hear what were you, what did you enjoy about it? Because that's you. I've been waiting to talk to you about this for a minute. I called you like four times, and I was like, hey. "Right, right, right." Now remember, I am behind on my Witcher. I did not finish season two. Right. Um, I will say, I just think Henry Cavill has such unbelievable, like charisma in front of the camera. He is an undeniable resource, and so even if you're, even if you like, you know, for, for for the people who are like sexually into him, they're like, "Oh wow, he's jacked. He's cool, or whatever." That's one way of looking at it. But another way of looking at it is he's just like, he's not even her. I wouldn't even call him a hero. I don't think he plays a hero in this show. He plays the protagonist, but he's not right. necessarily a hero. He's just he's just like a dude in these events. But he plays it so well. That's a good point. You know, He plays the perfect guardian. He really yeah. does. Perfect, perfect guardian, man. Uh, RM says Latina Supergirl and Black uh, Batgirl are not bad things, but you can't replace Batflick and Cavill as Superman with them. Right. Um, yeah, no, I, I get the sentiment behind that, but uh, Latina Supergirl and Black Batgirl are bad because they are bad creations, right? They, they, they are bad representations of the character, and it has nothing to do with their race. It's just pandering and, and in the worst form. If you're going to give me characters like that, then for the love of God, make it make sense or at least make them original. And I, I'll, you know, I'll and be I, that hill. <laughs> and I was actually thinking about LBGT um, representation in superhero things. And I, I realized like it was it was like it was like your issue with me trying to turn Cyclops black. Right. The concept is like they're like, well, why don't we just make some of these guys like, for instance, people in Eternals they rejected Faustus being gay, and okay. the main reason is he's not gay in the comic book. Right, 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 right. And however, right. there are gay superheroes, so why not make a movie about them? Like, for instance, the the leading the charge, the most who came out first, the biggest one who was actually closeted in the comic book for a while before he actually stated it was alpha alpha flights north star. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, sir. <laughs> and I bet you anything, if, if he came out, if, if they did a movie on him or they did an Alpha Flight or X-Men with him in it, because he was X-Men for a while, people would applaud him. Yeah. But instead, we get Faustus, and we're like, well, here's Faustus. And they're like, well, he's not black or gay in the comic, but we're going to make him black and gay. People rejected it immediately. They were like, I don't like this. Yeah, but, and I, I don't I don't think you can push that all on like hate mongering. I'm sure that in there somewhere there are people it's that not just hate mongering. Hate. You're right. They just don't want you to fuck with the original content too much. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that, and here's the thing, man. So when you're dealing with a mythical world like the world of the richer or the world like a oh, wheel of time or something like that, there are elements of that in that in those stories, right? Not overly highlighted when i say overly high highlighted i'm like it's in, it's insinuated in some of the books and stuff like that it's insinuated things are insinuated about Unifer's uh sexuality throughout the witcher stories right but if you make it make sense then no one's gonna have a beef with it dragon lady welcome in um i will say this about the witcher season two i enjoyed it more than season one I there was not enough hand-to-hand -hand combat for me in this season. One of the things I was looking forward to was seeing some great fight scenes with uh with Gerald or melee the, combat with a sword. Or yeah, it. yeah, may, just melee combat, and uh, but that wasn't present. But it was great to see her training, seeing Siri train as a Witcher. I remember that part in the game, and I was just like, oh man, it's cool that they worked that in. It was great to see her developing into. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Wait, are you a game fan? Oh no! I played The Witcher Three. That's it. I won't. I'm not well, a huge. Well, that's a game fan. I've never played any Witcher game. Oh, you Witcher Three? When they saw, I had not played one or two, but uh, apparently there was a huge controversy about the fight mechanics in the original games. Like people enjoyed the story, but it was horrible to play in regards to fighting. Witcher Three, they fixed the fight mechanics, and I had the benefit of stepping into that. And it is a very smooth combat style. I now, will also, the universe. The open world experience of The Witcher is great. Like, there's so much stuff to explore. It's The Witcher 3 is one of the few games in video game history where the DLCs were good enough to be standalone games on their own. Unlike the Spider-Man franchise where they're like, this is clearly a DLC, but we're going to charge you for a full game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and so... Um, it's interesting. You know, this, there was a recently... Uh, not recent. It's like a year or two old. But there was a whole thing talk about the greatest video game ever. Yeah. And The Witcher 3 and, of course, my 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 man, Grand Theft Auto 5, were up there in the arguments. Yeah. People but Witcher 3 was one of them. People were arguing. People were putting, like, in the top five, they were like, Witcher 3 should be it. And you know why? Now, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know who they ended up with. They ended up with uh, uh, the, tw the 2018 version of uh, God of War. That makes perfect fucking sense, man. God, war is fucking right, life. but I'm saying Witcher was at least at one point it was, considered. It's in the conversation. It's in the and then for a lot of people, I would say if we did a market share, like a vote, I think it would beat God of War out in a vote. Um, the one thing I, I just gotta say this, man. The one thing I think I enjoyed most about The Witcher Three, and I haven't even finished it yet, is you know how everything went Arkham Knight fight style, or or you know everything was like push triangle to parry and stuff like that. The Witcher yeah. didn't do that. It just stuck to hey, you got to be good. Like, there's no hint. You may we'll we'll show you how to parry, but you got to remember when it's time to parry. And I enjoy that about the that game. is my problem with God of War. I do not like prompt prompt games. I prefer people you learn your skill, how to use your game, and then you do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the video gaming. Hit triangle now. 
<laughs> tap, tap square right now. You should already know how to do that. Well, you're gonna right. love the uh, the Dark Souls feel of Star Wars. I fucking hate well, Dark Souls. What? what is wrong with you, bro? Wait, what every time you? I play it, I die on the first, not even boss. <laughs> you, the you first see someone in the streets and you're dead, and I'm like, what just happened? Man? <laughs> and I know I'm not an old man. Well, I am an old man, but I'm saying I know I'm not just an old man because this happens <laughs> to a lot of people. Dark Souls is a very hard game. Yeah, I didn't have any problems with it. Beat it on hard. Fuck you. <laughs> but it's I, I know you're so your superiority okay <laughs> but i'm just telling you this man like there is literally an episode this season of the witcher oh, god man I, i'm not gonna do it because i know i i don't i don't want to ruin it for you man there's so much stuff that happens bro with yennefer and the dynamic between gerald and just the elves and then the plan people making deals with spirits they shouldn't be making deals with and i'm like Bro, Baba Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> it was freaking amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, DT uh, Dub TV is a funny. Huge... I like, rage quit. Yeah, rage. Quit. Yeah, <laughs> he's a huge. He's a huge. Uh, Doom fan. Like he requests the music from Doom on uh, Request Box Live. Loves it. So yeah, this Doom Eternal, I think, might it's be like the super. Christmas episode, and he's like, "I suggested a Doom track." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I look, we'll, we'll, we can come back to The Witcher when you finish it. I want to do a full sit down talk about it because I, I don't want to ruin it for you, man. But there's oh yeah, stuff totally. that, I, There's stuff I want to get your opinion on. Let's just go straight to Boba, man. We're we're, we're getting to the two hour mark. We're over we're, the two we're hour hitting mark. That mark. We're hitting that mark. So Boba, you saw the the premiere of Boba? Of course, I saw the premiere. What of Boba. are your thoughts? Let's hear this, man. If the Mandalorian was uh, a Wild West epic, this is the perfect crime syndicate show, and I love the opening of it. I love seeing him escape the belly of the beast, as it were. I, I can't love- believe they put that scene in there. Oh, spoilers. Um, I love that. <laughs> I love that Boba comes out and is immediately grabbed by my favorite murderous nomads with honor, the Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> Bro, you got skylights. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, Mantis has skylights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a rich man. He's a rich, rich man. <laughs> I'm in an attic, yo. This is an attic. Yo. This is the wind, only light I get. Window. <laughs> He's in the attic of his mansion because he just doesn't want to deal with his servants right now. <laughs> but I, lo- <laughs> I love, I love his his link up with the Tuscan Raiders. I love his attempt attempted escape. I love he's that he's in a healing vac. I love everything about it. I could tell there were some things you didn't like though, right away. No. No, you enjoyed it. Wait, what'd you give it? What'd you rate it then? The first pretty episode. high. I give it like a, I give it a ninety-one. <laughs> Has anything ever gotten a ninety-five from you? Yeah, like I'm saying, like uh, Spider-Man Two got a ninety-five, got like, <laughs> or like you know, End Game or something. Okay, got something, something epic. Yeah. Uh, um, so but here's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it was a- absolutely amazing. It was like totally great. Um, I was expecting, you know, because they were very, they were very tight-lipped about added to the press. 
Uh-huh. They didn't even show them full episodes of it. They were showing them partial episodes. So I was assuming they were going to have a surprise like Baby Yoda was in the first Mandalorian, and it wasn't. Yeah. So I was hoping to see something like that. However, I do love Boba Fett. I love mm. this whole setup. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. I love the chasing on the roofs. That was I know amazing. it was cheesy, but it was fun. No, it wasn't cheesy. That was absolutely amazing. This is everything that Star Wars needs, bro. Yeah. It's everything that for some reason George Lucas was like, well, no one's interested in those. <laughs> no <laughs> one wants to see. <laughs> no one wants to see running and intrigue on the rooftops. <laughs> Martial arts and fighting and killing. Come on, man. Let's talk about intergalactic politics. I'm going to throw something out here, man. And I, I just know it doesn't match up timeline, but I can't shake this feeling. I know something is horrible is going to happen to those Tuscans that he's with. Either he's going to kill them, or we're going to find out that those are the Tuscans that were murdered by uh, Anakin Skywalker. Wait, no, that already happened. Okay, so I can I can get rid of that. I can. I was thinking, yeah. I was like, wouldn't it be great if this was the same Tuscan tribe that Anakin shows up and just butchers? Well, remember, this Tuscan tribe's color is black, and and his weren't. Uh, but um, African American. Well, here's what I'm saying. I, I do think I'm sensing n- not not black, but like I'm sensing a um, last of the Mohicans situation. Not last of the Mohicans. I'm sorry. I'm getting my Native American uh, movies wrong. Um, Dances with Wolves. Uh, okay. You remember it? Yeah. It's a great movie. It's one of my favorite Kevin Costner. Yeah, you know, the white man gets stranded, stranded with the Native Americans. The Native Americans let him in and becomes one with them. Yeah, that's Stargate, Atlantis. <laughs> so, but go ahead. Yeah, that's that's what he's doing. That's where he's going, right? He's 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 gonna be dancing with the Tuscan Raiders and some of the experience and shit. Um, I do. Here's what I'm saying. I think that being with them is gonna make him have a sense of family and therefore make him soft. Mm. However, being a crime lord is gonna make him tough again. Yeah, Boba, we expect him to be. You know what's crazy, man, is because he's so soft. Yeah, he should have killed that dog, that Tuscan dog monster, right? Yo, there are, there are, no, I'm saying like, fuck the flashbacks. As a crime boss, like when, when the mayor's goon came and was like, I have no tribute for you. Yeah, dead right there. I'd be like, I would torture him for a thousand years. (laughs) I'm glad he kept the Gamorreans. He was smart on that because the Gamorreans. Oh, know, they big man. Yeah, they repped. They repped hard. Yeah. <laughs> they repped hard. You know what's interesting, man, is about that is uh, when he shows up to Jessica Jennifer Bill or Jessica Bill. Is it Jennifer Bill? Jennifer Bill. Jennifer Bill. She's, she's the uh, the Twilight. You know the horror race of Star Wars. Yeah. And, <laughs> and shows up there. <laughs> <I'm> the <horror laughs> <race>. <laughs> and uh, shows up there. I just love that. Like they just shoved money in the helmets. I, everything about this is a great crime show. Here's what I want to see from this show, man. I want a lot of different than Mandalorian. I don't want them to try to color it Mandalorian. I don't want them to wax Mandalorian. I don't even really care if they address anything going on to Mandalorian. I would like to see you know Boba build an empire, lose his empire, and then get it back. I'm cool with that formulaic uh, procedure there. Also, I would like to see Boba rep. I would like to continue to see him rep, man. Just think about it. We didn't really get to see his dad rep, Django, right? Yeah. He didn't, he didn't rep. He died. <laughs> and we never seen Boba rep in, in, in the movies. You know, he killed some uh, some out of shape stormtroopers in, uh, in Mandalorian, but I'm going to need to see some real repping. I mean, he did strangle the Incredible Hulk to death in the desert. That was pretty amazing. 
wasn't actually <laughs> that, was ama- that was freaking amazing. <laughs> Yo, things are gonna happen. However, I've seen trailers, like I've recently seen trailers of like crazy characters, crazy mm-hmm. things going on. I was like, who knows where this is going? <laughs> you don't have any theories. I see some colorful chick on a, on a blue bike, swoop bike come out and stop, and I'm like, who is that? What is going on? And so like I'm like, maybe they have twists I'm not even ready for. Uh, I gave the show a definite. I gave the show a definite ninety for a first episode. I feel like we got the flashbacks weren't too invasive and they weren't annoying. Where I I felt lost from the story. Actually, it was cool to get that bit of expository. I want to know what's going on with his health because it didn't seem like there was anything wrong with him in the Mandalorian. But I guess we didn't get to see him long enough to know that there was anything wrong. No, so I rewatched it. The Mandalorian. I rewatched the episode where he comes back, which was also directed by the same guy, Robert Rodriguez. Uh, Robert Rodriguez, and so he did seem like he had scars on him, and he was, fu- he did seem like more fucked up when you look at him. Uh. And so it's all Sarlacc pit shit. Yeah, you know, I mean, falling into a Sarlacc pit, it's got to be rough on anybody, right? <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it to any of you guys. <laughs> I honestly think that he's just being a whiny, whiny liberal about the whole situation. Just pull yourself together. Pull what yourself a little bitch. He's in his feelings. He needs to realize he's a crime I'm boss. supposed he to feel to... bad about this murderer falling into a pit of the beast's stomach after he did what they did to Han Solo? No, come on. So um, the question is, do you think that, prediction-wise, do you think that Han Solo will ever come up or appear on this? I hope not. <laughs> I hope you don't not. think he's gonna say, "Fucking Han Solo, he did this to me." <laughs> Was it Han Solo who hit him in the back? Han Solo. Oh no way! Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go back and watch it. I think Han Solo might come up, man. Uh, you don't honestly, remember he's blind, and 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 Chewbacca goes, and he's like, "Boba Fett, where?" And he turns with the, <laughs> the javelin, what and he hits him in the back, and he knocks him off. Since I'm flying with his own jetpack. It was an accident that he killed him. Bro, this show and The Mandalorian are in stark contrast to the original trilogy. They for sure are better than the prequel trilogy. And we all know they're superior to anything that came out of that last trilogy. But I just want to hone in on, if I'm George Lucas, you sit down, shut up, and you watch how people do better with your property, right? Shout out to Dave Filoni and John Favreau, man. Breathing life into what was nearly a dead franchise. Like, for real. Like, I'm more intrigued about Star Wars than ever. And I know it's just the first episode. We don't have much to go on. But just watching him take the the, the throne. I mean, not the throne, as it were, of... Uh, what is this fat SOB's name? Jabba the Hutt. Yes. Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt. It's amazing. It's amazing. Here's what I say. I watch a lot of Sopranos. I love the Sopranos. So I'm really hoping that Boba grows into like being like a man and stop being a bitch. (laughs) Just torture and kill as as a crime boss is expected to. Yeah, he's supposed to be riding around on a throne through the streets. Accept the ways of your people and go find the mayor. There's no way I would have let that guy left, and I definitely. Oh my god! Not not retaliate? No way. The fact that he said, "What about tribute to us?" and I was like. What? I would torture the shit out of him and have his have his intestines sent to his boss. Yeah. Bro, you got to go Leonidas on that. Before Leonidas even let the messenger speak, he was like, hold up for a second. I don't care whose words they are. 
Just know that you're responsible for everything that comes out of your mouth this day. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, oh, fuck that, man. Yo, I, it, was, it was crazy what a bad crime boss he is. And I was like, wasn't he a tough-ass motherfucker in the past? I have a feeling these damn sand people are going to make him weak. Uh, I don't even think it was the sand people. I think it's the adjustment from going from being a mercenary. You know, you can be a hard-ass mercenary but not know anything about running a crime syndicate, right? He had been working for other people his entire life. You know what I'm saying? That's what he was... I mean, if you're going to count the comic books and all that type of stuff. I mean, even but, he even talks about it in there when that dude comes up yeah. with, with the Wookiee pelt. Oh, yeah. Like, well, this is awkward. I used to work for him. And she's like, yeah. trust me, it's more awkward for him. <laughs> Public say he's the new guy. Cut him some slack. He's been through a lot. <laughs> Just the guy, guys, to let you know, if I ever become like a crime boss in any way, I'm not going to cut you any slack. <laughs> <laughs> Man, just killed I'm going to feed you to my dogs, period. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we're shaking off the cobwebs. We, we, you know, we're getting back into the swing of things. New year. And this new year is 2022, which is going to be an amazing year. We've reviewed a bunch of stuff. Nerd culture is back. Actual, yeah. actual material and content is being put on both streaming and in theaters. Loving yeah. it. Fanboy Modeling School is back every Monday night. We're yes. living the stream. We're living. We're living the stream. We're living the dream. Uh, you want to shout anything out, Mantis? Well, uh, we've got a, a fun-filled week of streams, probably mostly on Green Room tomorrow. Conversations that matter. Who do we have? I'm um, joined by Alexis, uh, Noble Agents partner, and we're going to be talking about her. Uh, well, no, Alexis's journey as a content creator on Spoon, their combined efforts to get their platform up and going, and just getting to know Alexis. Okay, awesome. And then the following day, or I'm sorry, following that at, at 10 p.m. is um no request box live. <laughs> yeah, is is uh uh Grim, Grim Inquiries. Grim Inquiries is going in there. True crime at, at its best. <laughs> um Gray Winthrop will be continuing that. Following day, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. We've got Rogue Planet. I'm gonna be doing all the best, all the biggest flops. And hits 2021. Please check it out, man. We're going to do a call-in show. We're going to talk about all these shows and movies. Who's seen it? Who hasn't? We're going to discuss who has lost the biggest amount of money. Guess <laughs> what? It's not Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday night, we got men supporting men. Uh, following by Request Box Live. And then, of course, on Friday, I believe, Auntie Cat Stories. Uh, yes. Going on. Um, also, I understand that uh, public. Did you have something going on Thursday nights with you and Lainey? Let me see the comments. And then, obviously, you know, Request Box Live is now going to be. Wow, we re we really whittled down a Request Box Live. Obviously, we do Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Booty Pop and Shake and Fridays. You know, gotta keep gotta keep the dream alive. Gotta keep. Oh hell yeah. 4 p.m. with still, it's still an incredible good time. I mean, come on, guys. Five go. days a week, that's nuts. <laughs> let them let them let the man breathe, man. Let the man breathe. You know, I'm gonna shout, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out right now, but like what? there were periods where he he would just look at me afterwards and he'd be like, Bro, I can't even feel my legs anymore. And I'm like, You're streaming too damn much, man. Take a damn break. Take a fucking break, bro. I am just trying to step in to this man. If anyone streams too much, it's definitely mantis. There was a time, remember you did the whole there it is for Discord. 
<laughs> uh, streamed through the entire summer. I was like, this man's gonna die from a. <laughs> oh, I, th- I by the end, I did think I was gonna. T- I thought I was gonna die or kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying you used to do like you used to do conversations that matter and immediately do an uh, uh, request box live. And I was like, this motherfucker's going to murder somebody. Oh, He's wait. He's going to go to work the next day <laughs> and someone's going to be hanging from a tree. Some <laughs> poor fucking kid is going to be hanging. Like, what'd you say about Django Fett? Uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, so here it is, folks. We're going to try to do this promotion. Again, we're just getting back into the swing of things. New Year's took it out of Mantis and I, obviously. <laughs> Right, 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 right. We'll be back on our game. <laughs> so we are in a game. We had a great episode tonight. What I just want to shout out to Vicky. We have not get, come up with a name of the show yet on Sunday's part. <laughs> don't have a name. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. Everyone's working on everything. Shout out to the entire refugee clamp. Is Davinci uh, in either of these streams? No, uh, just uh, checking. Just <laughs> repping on uh, green room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> Yo, that was Fanboy Modeling School, the first of 2022. Had an amazing one. We've already done a shout outs. We've already done our plugs. We love you. Live the dream. Any last words, my man? No, ciao for now. Yeah, ciao for now, bitches.